Hi team, welcome back to the Our Society Nutrition Podcast. I do believe this is episode 8. It's been a hot minute, so that's why I can't really remember what number we're on. I think it's episode 8. Apologies if you can hear any background noise. My AirPods are not working with my Mac today for some reason. So here we are, we're flying with the microphone that's inbuilt. Hopefully the sound is crisp and clear. Anywho, let's move on. Today's podcast, I want to chat to you all about eating more to eat less. Like, bear with me on this because that sounds dumb. It sounds stupid. However, I found myself recently having quite a lot of conversations with my clients about encouraging them to increase their intake. And this isn't just about talking about inputting more diet foods in or more volume. It's it's literally telling them to increase their calories. And this is still people that have a fat loss goal. So I'm going to try and give you some of the method behind my madness because it seems silly. However, I know there are a lot of people out there at the moment that are chronically restricting or over-restricting and not even realising that they're over-restricting to get to a fat loss goal and find themselves kind of in this relapse, yeah, of like, okay, restricting, sticking to my calories, doing really well, and then all of a sudden they find themselves over-indulging, overeating, maybe quite epically, and they maybe then tell themselves, oh my god, I'm binge eating, or that was a binge, and then comes the shame, and oh, you've got no willpower, you're so weak, you can't do this, right, tomorrow we're going to over-restrict again, and here we go back into this cycle. So, I want to talk to you guys about the reasons why you shouldn't be scared to increase your calories, even if your goal is fat loss, and also beyond that, when it comes to maintenance, why you shouldn't be afraid of increasing what you're eating. Like, let's be honest, I think we've got diet culture and social media and potentially other coaches to blame for our view of what constitutes a decent calorie intake to lose fat. I also think my fitness pal's pretty much to blame. Like, that motherfucker says she's like 1,200 calories regardless of who you are. Like, 1,200 calories wouldn't feed one of my thighs, never mind me. So let's just get that straight. So let's talk about why I think you should eat more to eat less. Firstly, people love to jump really, really low calories when they first start on a fat loss goal. I don't know why we do it. I don't know why you do it. I don't know if you just don't know enough about energy balance and the way that calories work, but there are many calculations that you can do and it's all based on your activity and your current weight. The more you weigh, the more active you are, the more calories your body needs to sustain its daily activity, to sustain its vital functions, okay? So, There are some calculations that you can do online. There are some really simple ones that you can do kind of in your head. One that I like to use just off the top of my head is um, one that we learned on Mac Nutrition. So you take your body weight in kilograms. If you're female, you times it by 22. If you're male, you times it by 24. And that will give you a rough estimate of your BMR. Then you would multiply that by your activity level. So 
we start from like 1.1, which is someone that's really, really sedentary, not a lot of moving. And it goes all the way up to like 1.7, which would be someone that has a really, really physical job or maybe someone that's an athlete and is training for multiple hours or times a day and trains most of the week. Now, gen pop usually tend to sit between 1.1 and 1.3 on the activity level. So let's take a 60 kilogram female, which would be moi. And then you're going to times that, and I'm going to have to get my calculator out. I am. Like, don't don't make fun of me. I am. So 60 times 22, right, that's going to give me a BMR of about 1,300. So then I am going to multiply it by my activity level. I'm going to go with around 1.4, okay? I'm fairly active. I get like, quite a lot of steps in. I am mindful of walking, getting outside. I fidget a lot. I'm a bit of a fidget ass, And I train regularly. So we multiply that, it's going to give me about 1,848. Let's remember that this is a rough estimate, right? It's not going to be the exact same every day. It's not an exact science. I could be either side of this by like 100 to 200 calories. We don't know. Unless you put me in a metabolic ward and you measured it there with lots of little scientists in lab coats around me. There's no way to know exactly what my metabolic rate is, okay? So we're just going to go with this. 1848, right? That is the amount of calories I need per day to sustain kind of where I am, yeah, to maintain my weight. So why would I then jump all the way down to like 1,200 calories? I just wouldn't. And this is what I do for my clients. I try and start them from the highest possible calories. So work out a rough estimate. Then go down from there by like 20% and just find consistency within that. You're going to see a little bit of weight loss, which is great. When that stops, then we fiddle with the numbers again because that is what will happen. As you lose weight and your body then adapts to that new weight, you will need less energy. A smaller body, yeah, needs less energy. It makes sense. So if I take 20% off 1,850, it's around 370. So that gives me just under 1,500 calories. So that's where I would start. All right, I would start in there and be consistent. Now, that is quite low because for me, I probably would need more than that. But it's a rough calculation and I've probably been quite generous with the amount of activity I do. I'm probably more active than I've made out there. But when it comes to fat loss, I always try to err on the side of caution when calculating calories. So what I would do is if I were you is... You know, Google Harris-Benedict formula or ask your coach. Your coach should talk you through this. You should tell you how to calculate calories. I do that with my clients. I give them a document that tells them and shows them so that if they ever need to, without me one day when they fly the nest, they can calculate their own calories. Work out your total daily energy expenditure with those calculations. Then go 20% below that. Some people come to me and their TDEE is like their total daily energy expenditure comes out at around two and a half thousand calories then they go and drop to 1200 calories and maybe they stick to that for a few days and they feel really motivated and they're like yeah I'm doing so well I'm being so good you know because people love to like think of themselves as good people if they're sticking to whatever diet they've told themselves then a really natural and normal thing happens okay they will then go and overindulge or overeat Okay, and I'm saying that's normal because it is. Overeating is a normal response to over restriction, and that's what you're doing. When you go from two and a half thousand calories down to 1200, at some point your body's going to fight you so much 
that you kind of feel like you've lost a bit of control and you maybe eat an amount of food or eat foods that you would not typically eat and not in the amount that you would normally eat them. And then this comes this big spiral, is the shame. And, oh my God, I'm such a failure. Oh my God, I don't have enough willpower. I can't even stick to it for three days. When what you've done is just set yourself up for this. Like any human being in that position that has gone to that level of over-restriction would end up in that position. And this is why I tell people to eat less, you need to eat more. And what I mean by that is eating more day-to-day or across the week so that you're not getting to a point where you do overindulge or overeat and then start this whole cycle. And you won't be doing that because you won't be letting yourself get so hungry and so deprived that the wheels kind of fall off and this happens. You know, if you think, well, I mean, 1,200 calories a day, um, but I'm not losing weight, because I keep, you know, getting to the weekend, eating more, and then start all over again. I'm just not getting anywhere. It's because on average across the week, you are not eating 1,200 calories a day. And you're probably overindulging on the weekend so much that it's completely taking you out of a deficit. It's either taking you back to maintenance or even taking you into a surplus. And there are a lot of people that get stuck in the cycle that gradually end up gaining weight and they don't understand why. When what you should have done is started from the very top end of where you could in terms of calories. And then took it down from there and you don't even need to use a calorie count if you don't want to you could literally say right okay I want to lose some body fat I know I've got to create a deficit I don't really know what I'm eating now or where I should be so what you should do is then try and record for a week what you eat maybe download my fitness pal don't set a target just input everything that you eat normally that you've been eating so far without making any changes and see what it comes out at each day. If it's coming out at, you know, 2,600, 2,400 or whatever, those kind of calories. Then look at what that is over the week. And then say to yourself, I'm now going to aim to fall under that by up to 20%. Like That would be a really good place to start from. Rather than going to this magical number that people pull from thin air. Or using a calorie counter that's not that accurate anyway. It gives you a rough number. Um... That's the reason why I tell people to eat more. And I know that it makes people anxious and I know that for some people it's not easy. But if you have to remember that you're not going above and beyond your total daily energy expenditure. I'm not asking you to eat more than your body needs. I'm asking you to stay below that but to eat enough that you are not stuck in this cycle. I hope all that makes sense. Um, And to kind of back that up. You know, I know people come to me and go, oh, but I'll gain weight. You know, it's already not working. It's not working because you're not being consistent within it. But you won't gain weight. Even if you went to maintenance, you're at maintenance, right? Or even if it was slightly wrong. I think people assume that when you go into a surplus, it's an exact science. And okay, we know that there's 3,500 calories in a pound of fat. So if you overeat by 3,500 calories, you're going to gain exactly one pound of fat. It doesn't work that way because what happens when you have more food is that you actually might end up moving more and if you move more you're expending more which means then this 3,500 calories that you have taken in as a surplus is being used and burnt rather than being stored so not all of it is going to be stored and we see this in some of the studies that look at overfeeding and one really good study that showed this um, was looking at twins it was actually looking at like the genetic component to 
um, energy balance and how genetics can affect how much weight we gain and how much we lose. But what I actually found was um, when they overfed these twins by a thousand calories a day and they did it over like a hundred days, which is about 14 weeks, if we were to look at that and go, okay, thousand calories a day over a week, that's about 7,000 calories. We know there's just over 7,000 calories in a kilogram of fat. If that's the case, then these twins should be gaining about a kilogram or a couple of pounds per week for 14 weeks. So we should be able to see, you know, about 30 pounds of extra fat or above. But actually what we saw in the results was that some twins, uh, and it was quite similar in between like the twins themselves. So in between a set of twins, they were quite similar to each other. But when you took two pairs of twins and compared them, it was vastly different. So some of them gained up to 30 pounds, which is kind of what we'd expect. Some of them only gained nine pounds. So when you think about that, like how has one pair of twins gained nine pounds? How has one gained 30 pounds? Because they would have had a different response to that food. Some of them may have had their energy expenditure go through the roof. They might have been so active and so hyper and their mood is lifted and they're doing more exercise and they're doing more activity. And they just don't really know about it because that's their body's natural response. Whereas other twins might have gone the other way and they may may not have moved more. They may not be very active people. They may not have had this big shift in mood or sleep or anything like that. And that is why we can't say to an exact science, if you eat x amount of calories you will you know x y z will happen you will gain this amount of weight we don't know so if we account for activity in this which we do then we can control it the other way when it comes to fat loss but that's not to say that if we then overfeed boom you're going to gain three pounds overnight that's not the way it works if you increase in your calories and remember, we're not increasing them above maintenance here. We're talking about either increasing them for more adherence within fat loss or increasing them to maintenance to maintain where you are. You're also going to be looking to increase your activity. You're going to be able to eat more of the foods that you like. You're going to feel stronger. You're going to have a be- better kind of day-to-day mood. You're going to sleep better. All of those things make eating more a positive thing. And I think we're really, really scared of eating more, especially as females. We are so terrified of gaining weight. And I think sometimes we have to sit back and go, why are we so terrified of it? Why are we so terrified of eating more? And really pick it apart. Like, why are we more scared of gaining weight than we are from underfueling ourselves, losing our periods, not being able to concentrate properly, feeling faint, feeling hungry, being narky and nasty and horrible? Why are we more scared of gaining weight than we are of being those things? I think when you really dig down into that, it's quite interesting. And we start to find that it's not even about really us, it's about all these other beliefs around us. And that's not to say that I think you shouldn't you shouldn't want to lose weight. You absolutely can if you want to. And I'm not saying that you being scared of gaining weight is inherently a bad thing, but maybe the extent to which you're afraid, you maybe need to challenge that thought. Um and it's not going to be easy to do that. And it's not going to be easy to increase your calories if you are somebody that has been hell-bent on restricting for a lot of years. But I think looking at the bigger picture, what are you going to gain from it? And I think that we can do that with any goal. Like, 
what is the downside of carrying on this way? And for some people, you know, trying to stick to 1,200 calories a day or 1,100. Now, I've, I've picked 1,200 because it's quite common, but it could be any number of low end of calories. What are the cons to that? What are the benefits? If you use a bit of logic and a bit of knowledge, okay, I'm going to increase. I'm still going to be in a deficit, but I'm just going to increase where I am and try and stay within that. What are the benefits of that? There are tons of benefits, basically. Um, and, you know, coming out of a dieting phase, going to maintenance, again, using logic, you're giving yourself more room to have more freedom. That doesn't mean that you're going to lose control. You definitely can still have control. And if you are scared of that, don't do it all at once. Do it gradually. But just really thinking about what the bigger picture is and it's not all about losing fat or gaining weight there are so many things to to consider and think about why did this take such a deep turn I only came in to talk about increasing your calories um but I just want to talk about this I think it's a really important point I even had a consultation with someone the other day obviously I won't mention her name or anything about who she worked with however she came to me and was quite distressed, had been really heavily overindulging, but like her narrative was exactly this, I was so good yesterday, and then I went for a nine kilometer walk, and then I did a boot camp class, and I had all of my meals prepped, and everything tracked and calorie counted, then I came in the door, and I ended up scoffing all of the kids foods, and all of these sweets and crisps, and I just needed that food there and then, um, I think there's something wrong with me, I think I'm kind of broken, or I need serious help, so I ended up getting on a console and I just kind of asked her, what have you been trying to do with your nutrition? What have you been aiming for? I've been aiming for 1,200 calories. That's what my coach set me a year ago when I worked with somebody else and that's what I've been sticking to for a year. However, the past six months, I've just found myself in this cycle and I've gained weight. And that's the, that's the red flag right there. You've over-restricted. No wonder you keep bouncing back. No wonder you keep overindulging. All you need to do is have the knowledge, which she didn't have because the coach never gave her it, have the knowledge of energy balance, find out how to calculate your own calories, find out what your current total daily needs are and then drop a little bit below that and find some consistency and that is what a lot of people could benefit from rather than pulling these numbers out of thin air and also a lot of coaches just need to educate their fucking clients more, it pisses me off like try to keep magic secrets away from them so they need them forever, anybody can go and get a calorie counter you know, coaches are there to help you find a way to stick to this rule, this kind of law of thermodynamics that is you need to be in a deficit to lose fat. We're there to help you support you through that. Find ways to create that, that suit your lifestyle, that are not going to leave you in a place where you feel out of control or you're really suffering. It is hard, yeah, okay? Being in a fatless phase is not easy. And if you think it's going to be easy, get that out of your head. It's not. And there are going to be days when it sucks and it's fucking awful. But it's never going to be that awful that you end up hating yourself for eating, you know, your kids' food when you've had everything planned out. Again, I don't know how we got here. My brain goes in so many different directions. Takeaway points are, if you are chronically overeating when you are trying to diet, that is a red flag that maybe you are trying too hard, Okay. Dieting is not supposed to be easy, but you don't need to make it so freaking hard for yourself. So look at that. Look at your numbers. Can you increase it slightly? You know, if you are overeating on a weekend, then go and take your average. Do some math. Like, your average, you're probably averaging out across the week at maintenance anyway. 
So maybe increase that daily amount and work within that range. If it's maintenance, remember, you're, you're putting more food in. You're probably going to expend more. And if you're not, then maybe aim to do so. You're going to have more energy. We know that when we diet that energy expenditure goes down. We tend to fidget less, move less. We don't want to do as much. That's our body's way of trying to get us to eat a bit more. It's a uh, survival instinct, if you will, from back in the day. So keep that in mind. Um, and just remember, like, not, none of this is an exact science. Everyone's very individual. But you don't need to make it so hard for yourself. And if you're struggling, reach out. If you want to run something by me, am I doing this right? Does this look okay? Feel free to DM me, email me, whatever it is. Hopefully, this hasn't been too much of a waffle. It's actually been helpful. I think the tagline or the title is going to be, you need to eat more in order to stop overeating. It's catchy, isn't it? But it makes sense. So hopefully that is the key point that you've taken away from this. Um, The next episode, I think I am going to actually delve into a little bit more of the emotionally eaten side because that is something that I'm also seeing a lot of at the moment. So this episode, very much more about the science and the logic behind calories and eating more and getting to maintenance. And the next time we're going to touch a little bit more on the emotional side and normalise some of that as well. I hope this has been helpful. If it has, share it tag me, let me know your thoughts and I will catch you on the next episode.